This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I'm currently like laughing and flustered and overwhelmed right now because I just finished recording this episode, which I know it feels backwards that the intro comes after the recording, but... Yeah, this episode is incredible. I am obsessed with today's guest, Tina with an H. She is the host of the In Your 20s podcast. And we're just like, like if I were going to ever have another co-host to seeing other people, it literally would be her. And I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with all of our conversations. Um, And yeah, so we're going to just dive into a bunch of different topics on this episode, kind of shoot the shit about... Uh, some themes that we've seen unfold in the seeing other people dating world with all of you guys. I know we do a lot of those polls on Instagram and we're going to kind of go over some of the the more spicy ones, the more controversial ones and talk about them, talk about your responses and it's going to be a good time. So I'm just going to get right into it because I really can't speak anymore. You'll, you'll find out by the end of the episode why I like no longer can form words, but um, it's a really great one. Definitely stick around till the end. There is the, I think like 
hottest topic that we have to talk about here. Something that a lot of people seem to not like be doing wrong, but be doing wrong. And it's something where um, we we all need can do a little bit better for ourselves to make dating a little less shitty. So just just strap in, buckle up. It's it's a really fun episode. Welcome. We're, we're getting into it. Guys, we are here with Tina with an H from In Your 20s. Tina, what's up? Hi, Alana. How are you? I'm great now that you're here. I've been so excited for us to hang out again. <laughs> hang out, quote unquote. When like we're recording virtually, but it feels like yeah. a hangout. The last time we did this was so therapeutic, so I'm excited. It was one of my favorite recordings ever. If you're listening to this, you need to pause this, go to In Your 20s, listen to my episode with Tina, and then come back. Oh, but also first, give her a five-star rating and review, follow her on Instagram and all the places, and then come back to seeing other people. Oh my gosh, that little plug that you just did, I'm honored. <laughs> but like, you deserve it. And that episode deserves it, you know? No, I got so many reviews on it being like, wait, you guys vibe so well. Like, I felt like I was just hanging in the bedroom. And that was our, what, second conversation ever? Ever. Wait, did we talk a time before that? We talked oh, yeah, like we did. 10 we did. Yes. And that was it. Yeah. And even that 10 minute talk, we like knew. We were like, this is, this is good vibes. Yes, good. of course. We're good. Tina. How are you? How has your dating life been? What is up? What what should the Seeing Other People family know about you? Um, my dating life is not even complicate, complicated. I'd say it's a shit show, but a funny <laughs> shit show because I'm the type of person who's super outgoing. I love to meet new people. So if someone's like, hey, do you want to hang out or like go grab a drink or something that week? Nine times out of 10, if I'm not busy or doing something, I'll be like, well, it's better than like messaging them back and forth because I never all of my notifications for dating apps are off. Mm -hmm. So let me just go get this usually free drink and have yeah. a time. And sometimes I leave with friends. Other times I'm like, well, that is a story that I will keep for another day. <laughs> yeah. Wait. OK, hold on. Pause and rewind. Why do you keep your notifications off? I just don't. OK, actually. I think it was because when dating apps were first a thing, everyone everyone was like, oh, it's so taboo to have Tinder or to have Hinge or something. Mm. So I, whenever I would give my friends my phone, they'd be like, oh, Tina, you have a notification from insert name here. Mm. I hated that. So I turned everything off. I still have it off. So I just have to remind myself when I wake up and before I go to bed to respond. But it's really okay. bad during the nighttime because then they think I'm trying to booty text them or something. Right. When it's 2 a.m., I'm like, sorry, sweets. This is like my good night routine. Yeah. Interesting. I I know like the experts would say like definitely have them on so you can actually like get from one thing to the next and make it happen. But but if you are remembering to check like in the morning and at night, I think you're fine. And of course, I'm sure you do what everyone else does where if like you're actually into someone, you like give them your number and you're like, text me. Oh, yeah. I yeah. most of the time I feel like guys don't even ask anymore. So after we go back and forth a little, I go, OK, here's my number. Yeah, and yep. that's it. It's easy. Do you have a certain name that like ends up coming up more for you? Like on the apps? Yeah. Or like like that you end up going for like what's what's the name? There's a name oh. or a few. I literally was just talking to my roommate about this two days ago. <laughs> I have never seen so many Sams in one place before in my entire life. 
New York City is filled with Sam's and it's really starting to get awkward for me because that's my dad's name. Oh. So I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me, but I'm not trying to date a Sam. They do say you you end up dating people like your dad. I get that, but I don't need it to be the same name, too. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, for me, it's always been like Ben's and Matt's and then names that start with J. Names? Oh, so Jake's, Justin's, the entire roster. Yes, you just specifically named my boyfriend and the guy who ruined my life. So yes, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is really funny. Good, good choices there. Yeah, it's 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 wild. There was something else I was about to say, and now I do not remember. And I'm really mad because in my head, I'm like, wow, that would have been the funniest thing you've ever said. Hold on to say it. (laughs) You're like, oh, shoot. Well, are there any names that you don't um, that you avoid? Because I avoid Tyler's. I mean, my dad's name is Chuck. Like, I'm not really finding any Chucks or Charleses. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> my brothers are Brian and Andrew. I'm okay with, like, I don't mind it. You know, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. For me, also, like, Brian spells his name with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N. So for me, most of the time I meet Brian's, they're with an I. So it's, like, totally different. Yeah. Have I, hold on. Let me see real quick if I've ever, like, made out with an Andrew. I have a list of every single guy I've ever kissed. Wait, <laughs> like, what is this list? Every single guy I have ever kissed, ever kissed, kissed. Oh no, I thought you were gonna say like hooked up with because no, I have no. a frisky list. But every guy, oh my I've god, ki- that. Mm-mm. Well, that's why I specifically said kiss because it's so funny. One thing I think is crazy is like how where you grew up defines like what the word hookup means, you know? So like I remember like when I first got to college, I was like, like my friend would be like, oh, like I hooked up with like Sam last night. And I'd be like, so like, did you kiss or did you have sex? Because I have no idea what you mean by that because everyone says something different. All right. Let's see if there's an Andrew on this list. Um there is one one Andrew. Oh, two Andrews. Two Andrews. I feel like we're on what's that show called? Oh my gosh. It comes on, it's right after Jeopardy. Why am I blanking on it? The one with the lady who clicks on the letters. Wheel of Fortune. Oh my god. <laughs> That's do I win? The way that you said it, you're like, uh, one Andrew. No, one two Andrews. Two Andrews. Two for you, Alana. Two for you. Um, that is so funny. Okay. Well, anyway, what we're here to talk about today is not the names of the people we have kissed or hooked up with, but in fact, some of those really fun, really kind of difficult to answer polls sometimes that uh, we post on the Seeing Other People Instagram. A lot of those are posted by my right hand, Cammie. Shout out, Cammie. Um, And... The answers to them sometimes are really, really interesting. They're really insightful. And a lot of the times we also ask follow-up questions to them. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, definitely head to the Seeing Other People Instagram account. We do a few different series throughout the week on the story there. We do see them versus seeing other people. Um, We do a yes and no's based on the episodes that are coming out that week and a lot of other things. So check those out. And we really wanted to do a deep dive into some of the responses because often they're very shocking, like the majority answers in a way that you would not expect, or that's almost like disappointing to humanity. And so I thought it was, uh, it was time to to dive into those. Um, 
Tina, I'm going to make you guess okay. the results for all of these, or at um, least say what you would do first. Okay. I can do Are that because you- I'm a really bad guesser. I get test anxiety. <laughs> You and me both. My my best friend Christina recently reminded me of our senior year of high school pre calc midterm where I ran out of the classroom. Oh no! <laughs> so apparently, same. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna start with see them versus seeing other people. They forget your anniversary. See other people. Really? Yeah. Did the uh, did the majority say see them? 61% of people did say see other people. Okay. You're good. I'm happy with society. I don't know. Like that's okay. That one's tough because, okay. I assume we're talking about like year anniversary, you know? Yeah. I think celebrating anything like before your six month, no offense to people who do this, but I am like, uh, I think that's doing the most. It's so funny because every single month I like the day after I'll text Jake being like, we're in a fight. Like you forgot our four month anniversary. And he's like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like joking. It's not super serious. It's joking. I agree. But I don't, I think I'd be more upset about them forgetting my birthday than our anniversary. Yeah. I 100% would be more upset about a birthday than an anniversary. I would be upset about birthday. Oh, if who if they forgot my birthday, it's hands on site. <laughs> I'm way too extra for someone to forget my birthday. And also my birthday is on April Fool's Day, which is why my life's a joke. And so is my dating life. But that's hilarious. It just makes sense. But in terms of anniversaries, I say see other people because I would anticipate that they were going to either like do something for dinner. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or wild, but it's... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if we have figured out what our anniversary date is, why would we not want to maybe commemorate it? And I know some people might think it's a little thing, and I guess it depends on the relationship. But mm, But you would actually, like, you're with somebody for a a year, let's say, and they forget. You would actually break up with them. Oh, yeah. Wow. I would. Okay. I would have a conversation and say to them, so did you, (laughs) I'm so petty. I would go, so was, was yesterday a big day or something? Like, obviously if work is making them stressed out, I totally get that. But for the most part, that should be on your calendar. Send me a text, even a text I will be happy with. You wouldn't be happy with a text. It's just like happy anniversary. And then it's like, fuck that. That's dumb. I wouldn't, but it's better than totally (laughs) forgetting it. I actually would prefer totally forgetting over getting just a text. Because it's like, wow, you're literally going to do the absolute bare minimum. True. Like intentionally the bare minimum. (laughs) That's rough. That's rough. Um, Okay. But yeah, to that one, it was 39% see them, 61% seeing other people. I guess I'm taking the minority vote here. Um, Next one is a spicy one. They bring up politics at the dinner table. I think that the majority voted see other people, but I would pick see them. Why would you pick see them? Because my family were notorious for bringing up politics at the dinner table. So I feel like if my significant other was able to, you know, keep up with the conversation, that is a gold star. What if it was about a different political view? See, now that gets a little, (laughs) that gets a little like, um, what's it called? Dicey. Yeah, dicey. But if they are open-minded and it's not like an attacking conversation, it's a discussion, yeah. 
then I'd still be okay with it. My dad might not be, but it's fine. <laughs> the I was very surprised by this. It was actually one of the closest polls. It was 52% see them, 48% see other people. Wow. Well, yeah. that just shows what the political landscape is like right now. You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic, and when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning, and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend, who happens to be a doctor, and she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. 
I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer owned, Vermont grown Sunset Lake CBD. Yeah, this was, I don't know, this one was really interesting. I I do want to see what the results would be about having different political views. So I'm going to post that right now on the story and then we're going to circle back in a bit and see what the results are. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. My dad will bring up politics into every single conversation he could ever possibly do. And it drives my mom crazy, like (laughs) absolutely crazy. And I don't know. I think right now it is important to be talking about it though and to be like aware and stuff. So I would see them, but it was really shocking that this was like 50, 50 basically. All right. Next one. They never let you see what's on their phone. See other people. And I hope the majority of people said, see other people. 91% of people said, see other people. That is some sus shit. If they are hiding it, no, there's something going on there. If it's nudes, it shouldn't be a problem because you've seen those nudes. We've seen them (laughs) naked. And if it's nudes like that they recently took then and you didn't see them prior, sus. Mm hmm. I think. Yeah, look, I've I've dated people who have not let me see what's on their phone and it was not good. You know, (laughs) it was definitely a sign of some shit going on behind the scenes. And now like dating Jake, it, I remember in the beginning, like he was so like, he would just like lay there like with his phone up so that like we both could see like while he was like texting someone or something. And like, he'll just ask me to like plug his phone in, like the chargers on my bed, like on my side. And it, I remember in the beginning, like that was so different for me. It's like, whoa, like this guy really trusts me where like he wouldn't be even care for a second if I saw like what popped up on his phone screen where like I've been in the complete opposite situation and it doesn't feel good because it makes you question like what are they hiding what do they not want me to see like what could be happening it's it's almost like that feeling that we used to get when we would see um a guy in this example liking a girl's Instagram post who was like like a skinny bitch in a bikini, you know, when we could see like whose posts they were liking. It was kind of the same feeling of like, well, are you just liking that post or like, are you talking to this girl? You yeah. know, 
Yeah. And even with other apps too, like Snapchat, I'm sorry, but I do not trust people who are going to like be snapping all the time. I also think that's us because Mm -hmm. the majority, I've come to the conclusion that if someone's trying to message me on Snapchat, I save every single one because I'm like, you don't want to text me. It's okay. We'll still save these receipts. We'll have them here because it's an easy way to like escape go. I can't wait till Snapchat dies. I'm sorry. I will say, though, the Snapchat best friends thing where you could see the top three best friends that like when that went away, people were able to get away with so much more. And as like anxiety producing as it was, I do think that there was some truth to it and it allowed us to see things. And but I guess it's the same thing with the Instagram like thing and follow thing. Like, I mean, we're better for not having it. We're all probably like 0.1% less anxious, but it was nice to like actually see what was going on. Oh, and technically you still can. I have gone on someone's post before and like click the likes and you can search like who has liked that photo. Oh yeah. So, but that's like, if you're doing some FBI shit, that's not like it's popping up in a different like feed, you know? Oh yeah. I'm on my FBI shit constantly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be. It's 2021. You gotta be. (laughs) All right. The next one, your family doesn't like them. I would try to ignore it, but in the end, it'd be see other people. It'd be see other people for me too. It would just, it, it wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, it, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm super close to my family and like I value their opinions and stuff and everything. They definitely haven't liked like guys that I've brought home before, but like they didn't really, they kind of just like bit their tongue. And I think they didn't think it was going to last anyway, but like knowing that they like Jake makes me so happy. And like, I'm proud to tell people like, yeah, like my family loves him. Like he's like great with them. Like I love having him over when everyone's home. It's just like a really like nice, like comforting thing that like makes me feel really good. So I think, yeah, I'd have to see other people. Plus it's not awkward at like family functions if your family yes. likes them. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is interesting. The next question is Wait, their family voted for, um, what was the winner for that one? Oh, thank you. It was 28% see them 72% see other people. The interesting thing though, is now the next question is their family doesn't like you. So in that case, (laughs) Uh, well, that seems very awkward and uncomfortable. And so with that, I think I would still also say, see other people. I've heard horror stories of in-laws and I just would not want to be like that at all. I agree. It's like, it's constantly hanging over your head and then like, I don't know. And you're always trying to like make them like you. Yes. And we had, there were two unfiltered episodes recently. One was, um, the episode was his parents didn't accept me. Um, and in that one, I mean, yeah, it basically like was the thing that ruined their entire relationship. Like they could, they were never going to end up together because it was this huge thing. It was this huge deal and it was not going to change. Um, and we also had the episode of, um, I called off my engagement. And in that case, our anonymous guest, she like, and the mom like really didn't get along. And it was again, like one of the pieces that led into her ultimately deciding, like, I don't want to marry this guy, you know? And so I think obviously in a perfect world, both families would get along and your family would like your partner and your partner's family would like you. 
it's obviously not always going to happen, but I think the more you can like facilitate those like positive relationships, like 100% the easier, the more successful. And like, I think the more you'll be able for like, the more it'll be able to work out, you know, cause you'll have that support. Yeah, definitely. 1000% agree. Yeah. What was interesting though, is it was the results were a slightly different. So it was 28% see them 72% see other people for your family doesn't like them, but their family doesn't like you. It was 23% see them and 77% see other people. So a few people cared more about their family liking them, like their partner's family liking them versus their own family liking your partner. Oh yeah. Cause you always want to put your best foot forward. And I right. think if my partner didn't like his parents or his family or even his siblings, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, there's something off with her. I would be so self-conscious that even yeah. if trying to ignore it, it just wouldn't work out. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. This one, this is a, an, an interesting one. This uh-uh. is a hot take. They admit that they cheated on their ex. This has happened to me like that. They've said it. And, then, and what did you do? What did what did young Tina do? This isn't even young Tina. This is eight months ago, Tina, honestly. <laughs> what did Tina do? I was like, hmm, okay, thanks okay. for letting me know. And that was it. Didn't say anything after that. Granted, she cheated on him first, but then he cheated. So just toxic, toxic all around. Toxic. Yeah. But I would now say, oh, fuck I'm pulled in two directions I want to say see other people but I'm gonna go against the grain and say see them why because I believe in second chances and I would want to get down to the bottom of why they cheated and I'd want to see if they have like self-realized and went through and understood the reason why they cheated and then from there we'd figure it out it's really big of you I'm I'm too trusting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not, you're not alone in there. 27% of people said that they would see them. 73% said they would see other people. Oh, and, and for the record, there are like over a thousand votes on all of these. So like, these are like real, like big numbers here. Um, but uh, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, look, I've been with guys who have cheated on me, like multiple guys. Um, you know, and in fact, my first boyfriend, um, shout out to John. He actually just got engaged. Another J name. And this is my seventh grade, like boyfriend who I like had a crush on from like fourth grade on. And, um, yeah, he just got engaged and I got multiple texts from people like jokingly being like, are you okay? (laughs) Um, (laughs) but he, (laughs) and when I was in seventh grade, he and I were on the phone and it was like over the holidays. So like I was away on a family vacation and he was home and he went on a walk with my friend, Nicole, and we were on the phone and he um, put me in his pocket and kissed her and then took me out of his pocket and told me. No, 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 that cannot be real life. And that was my first love. What? Yeah. Even from a young age, Boys, men, they are just not, not the brightest bulbs. No. Yep. Put me in his pocket, kissed her, and then told me. And of course, I like kept like, I stayed, stayed, stayed strong with him. Um, 
but then yeah I mean I said his name so I'm not gonna say too much more now but um <laughs> yeah and then I mean I met I, I dated somebody else for like almost a year who the entire time I, I found out later the entire time he was hooking up with other people um this was the one who wouldn't let me see what was on his phone <laughs> and I would always see like the Instagram likes and be like why are you like liking this girl's thing like why are you suddenly following all these girls and he's like what am I not allowed to have friends I'm like no but like who are these friends like if they're your friends like shouldn't I get to know that and meet them (laughs) yeah and you'll never meet them because guys know or not just guys in general but cheaters know to keep parties separate of course yeah but but then it was like I thought I, I like felt like I was going crazy like I'd like see a hair on his pillow and I'm like well is it even my hair you know like it was like the worst feeling ever um but yeah, I, I don't know. This one's this one's tough because I do agree with you about the second chances thing and and the fact that like people can and do change. And sometimes like people could be in a really like bad situation or an un- unhealthy situation and things happen. But if they're able to like realize and like grow and learn and, and admit that it was wrong or admit that, like the situation like got the best of them, like, yes, but it, it's also like, is it true? Like once a cheater, always a cheater, you know, who knows? See, now that's the thing. I know that phrase is a thing and you know, it gets proven very often. It does. But that's when it comes down to, hmm, how much do you trust that person? And for me, with that experience, we had been um, seeing each other for what, maybe two months, two, Mm -hmm. three months. Actually, no, we had been seeing each other for a month and a half because it escalated very quickly because we were talking and FaceTiming every day for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, he trusts me enough to be open and tell me this, even though I shouldn't have to give them like a cupcake saying, congrats, yeah. you were able to say this to me. But <laughs> right. at least he didn't, he didn't mess with other girls it. with me as far as I'm, as far as I know. We, we trust, we trust. I do have an old poll. Um, there were oh, about 7,000 votes on this one. Hot topic. Do you agree that once a cheater, always a cheater? What do you think the the split here is? I know you said you're bad at guessing, but I want you to guess. I think it's going to be a majority say true. 63% agree, 37% disagree. So I guess some people, there there are a good chunk of people out there who believe people can change. So yay. Yay for changing. <laughs> yay for changing if you take the time to do so. That's what we <laughs> yeah. like to see. Yes. Okay. Um, next, we have some yes or no's. Um, if you've been in a long distance relationship, did it work out? I've not been in one, but I would say, oh gosh, I'm assuming here based off of my friends, I will say yes. That it did work out? Yeah. Wow. 80% have said no. (laughs) (laughs) I am amongst the 80%. (laughs) Oh, I was not expecting it to be that big. But good for your friends. Love that. I mean, look, we just had an episode come out that with um, my friends, Jamie and Max, who did long distance for about four years. And it's really tough. And like, I've done it too. And it's really tough. But I I think it's not impossible at all. It's just you both people really have to be fully, fully committed, like wholeheartedly committed to making it work and to making it work despite the unique and like different challenges that are going to come up and that are going to make it harder. But not to say it's impossible, but it's not easy. It also and, takes another yeah. level of independence too. Independence, trust. Yeah. And like willingness to like 
like book a flight, go visit, like take like kind of there, there's a lot that goes into it. But um, yeah, so 80 percent. No, but but that means 20 percent. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like on the bright side, well, at the least there's 20 percent that agree with you. I mean, look, I remember like Googling like what percentage of long distance relationships work out because I was trying to like convince this guy that like we could we could stay like we could keep doing it, you know, and it was just like no, it's our situation was never going to work out. Um, But that was one situation. Okay. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. Next, do you still check your ex's social media? Yes. (laughs) No hesitation. I've gotten better. I used to all the time out of habit like I just like click go to the search bar and like click the first letter of his name like out of pure habit and like he never posts there's literally nothing there I'm not looking I don't give a shit but like I would I would literally do it 10 times a day like whatever I would open Instagram purely out of habit um I've gotten a lot better though I'm and I'm very proud of that I will um, look when they like on like a photo of mine I'm like huh Mm. nice to see you here and I'll click on them because I always unfollow always unfollow uh, but if they're public, I'm like, hmm, let's mm-hmm. see what you've been up to. Yep. 
Um, so 56% of people are still checking their ex's social media. Here's what I'll say is if it's making you feel like shit, stop doing it. <laughs> and 99% of the time it will make you feel like shit. So oh. stop doing it. If you're in that percentage also a good block never hurt anyone i tell all of my friends out of sight out of mind you just need a block for a little bit it doesn't have to be forever maybe a week two weeks see how you feel and then if anything unblock i love to do block and then unblock literally within this like two minutes of each other because i just want them to also stop following me so when Mm. they're like hmm when did i unfollow tina yeah you didn't sweet i did it for you that's really smart actually because sometimes it is like then because then they're fully like if they unfollow you and if they don't click that refollow button like you're literally forcing them to unfollow you and they don't have control over that and then you don't have to see them show up in like watching your stories and stuff and all that so that actually is a really good strategy that i've never thought of um one thing I did with uh, an unfiltered guest who turned into a good friend of mine is uh, when she got out of her breakup, she, I told her every time she checked his story to send me an emoji. And so that real, and she like really committed to it. So there'd be sometimes where there were like 10 skunk emojis in a row, but then she was like, this is not okay. Like my conversation with Alana can't be all skunk emojis. So like it really did help her because it like held her accountable. So if you're struggling with that right now, I, I definitely suggest grabbing a friend who you trust and can confide in and feel comfortable with. And like really being like, can I do this with you every time? And just so I can keep track and like realize like, this is not, good like and every time I do this I feel not good and um I think that really helps slowly like the number of skunk emojis will go down oh yeah taking accountability I never thought of that one so my poor roommate she's gonna be getting a lot more checks from me (laughs) it's all it's all in good I don't know what the word is I don't know what it is either otherwise I'd finish your (laughs) sentence thank you um okay has someone ever told you they couldn't commit, but then ended up in a relationship? I don't want to blow out everyone's eardrums, but the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, 1000%. Yep. If I could say yes a million times, I would. Yep. Yep. Yes, most definitely. I mean, look, it's tough because it's like, it's, it's the, again, that saying of like, oh, if they're saying like, they're not looking for something serious or they can't commit, like the, to you is silent. But like, is that true? Like, I don't know. I have literally, I was in a situationship. So I know Tina and I might not necessarily be calm in this episode. We are having too good of a time. I know that later tonight, I'm going to be super stressed out as I always am. But one thing that helps me when I'm stressed is really trying to to focus on being calm. And one thing that's helped me with that is taking a CBD calm gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD. And I think it's just an amazing thing that we're able to do. It's there for us. It's It tastes amazing. If you don't like gummies or if you don't want the gummies, they also have CBD drops. It's just one thing that can help you stay calm, especially if you're having trouble staying calm, which like life is crazy. The world is crazy right now. We're all so busy. We all have a million different things going on. And on top of that, we're trying to date, we're trying to have relationships, we're trying to find our forever partner, our person, our happily ever after, even though that doesn't exist. Um, And 
we're trying to stay calm. And sometimes it's just hard to do that. So a little bit of help goes a long way. Definitely recommend heading to mindsetwellness.com and grabbing some CBD gummies in your cart, specifically the calm ones, of course, and trying them out. And if you do, let me know. I love talking about how great they are and how good they make you feel with all of you. So definitely shoot me a DM, hit me up, and we will go off about the calm gummies together. All right, back to the app. So I was seeing this guy on and off for like two years and we were about around the year and a half mark and he just started to pull back. I had no idea why we weren't fighting, nothing along those lines. I thought that we were still good. Come to realize we had come back from winter break and he posted this photo of a girl saying, congrats on graduating. I'm thinking to myself, I have never seen this girl before. He doesn't have that many friends, and he's talked to me about all of his few friends. She is not one of them. I knew in my heart something was up. He never mentioned anything. It was very, like, sus. I Yeah, sus is the best word to say it. A couple weeks go by, and he's posting her everywhere. She's doing the same because she was public, so I was looking, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Worst experience, and it was... To me, it was so difficult because then I had to self-reflect and say, what's wrong with me? Why did he not want to be in a relationship with me? What does she have that I don't? I was so insecure for, I want to say, six months after that because I truly was just thinking to myself, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the worst is like when you're comparing yourself to someone else. And I mean, I'm sure nine out of 10 times it has nothing to do with like you versus the other person, but that, that is where our brains go. It's like exactly what you said, like, why am I not good enough? But she is. And that's something that I felt time and time again. It's like, what does she have that I don't like? Am I not skinny enough? Am I not smart enough? Am I not like this or that enough for this guy? And I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like, you, you're no less, like you're no less worthy of somebody. Sometimes it's just like two people are more compatible than others or like you guys were stuck in the situation ship for a while and and he met this girl and there was no history like that it kind of just clicked and they were kind of able to form this thing but that's not really what we think about in when it's happening to us and and it is like so incredibly tough because it, it's just it really makes you question like what's wrong with me what's wrong and to make to add salt to the wound I knew that I had to, I did the block and block thing and he kept on messaging me. He would Snapchat me, text me, respond to my stories, do everything he could to be like, I still want us to be friends. I was like, we can't be friends because you did not respect me enough to just sit me down and have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. I know it can be intimidating, but to almost two years, come on. Yep. That's really tough. I'm sorry you went through that. It's okay. I honestly, now it's a funny story that I can tell. (laughs) You know what? And that's great. And that's, that is something that is hopefully gives anyone who's listening, who is currently going through that hope that like, eventually it will become a funny story. Eventually you'll get there. You will. You'll get there. My my friends who didn't even know him at the time, even know him now, just because they're like, oh, that person. And it's just a laugh because you realize how much you've grown since then. Exactly. It is so fun looking back at that. I mean, I look back at some of the situationships I was in and just like, what the fuck, Alana? Like, what were you thinking? What were you doing? Like, why did you think that was okay? 
because we have our rose tinted glasses on and yeah. we're just like no it's cool this is what it's this is what it's like in the movies you this is what it's supposed to be to like i'm supposed to be feeling all this pain and anxiety and like not good enough all the time <laughs> me and alana we're just gonna keep going back and forth soon you guys are just gonna start seeing tears is this, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh boy um okay we're gonna move on now um have you ever received an anti-ghosting test? Oh, uh, going back for the the results, it was 61% yes, someone is, has told them they couldn't commit, but then ended up in a relationship. So 61% are, are in the boat with us. 39% are the lucky ones. Hopefully they stay the lucky ones. Um, yeah. Have you ever received an anti-ghosting text? I'll say uh, no, but I think the majority will say yes. Because I think anti-ghosting is becoming more of a thing. It's becoming more of a thing, but clearly not a big enough thing. Oh, it's gosh. it's only 47% yes and 53% no, which which sucks. Like, it really sucks because everyone is so sick of being ghosted. It's like, there's only so much we can, like, train people. Like, do not ghost. Ghosting is bad. Ghosting is mean. Ghosting is painful. But the problem is, everyone, if you ask people, it's like, have you been ghosted? Yes. Have you ghosted someone? It's like, yeah, but, like, I didn't really like them. And it's like, you justify it and it can't be justified. Like if you want to be a decent person, if you want to like dating is so hard. And the one thing you can do to make it a little bit easier for the person on the other end, who's also having a really hard time in dating because it's dating is just be honest. And it's not that hard. You just say like, Hey, I had a great time meeting you. I don't feel the connection I'm looking for, but I wish you the best of luck finding what you're looking for you know like it's done. so simple i have sent i've definitely i've sent a handful of anti-ghost texts and i have there's only been one instance where someone didn't receive it well yeah. every other time and that one was just he was going through his own little things that he decided Ooh. to put it on me but That's everyone else was the case yeah everyone else has been so receptive and honestly it's just like that respect thing because yeah. it goes all right and who then you guys have more friends. I don't know about everyone else, but I love friends. Yep. Give me more. And what I will say is like, obviously the people who listen to dating podcasts are the people who at the end of the day are going to be the ones sending the anti-ghosting texts. Cause like the people aren't, who aren't listening, aren't interested in learning like how to be better. Um, but what we can do as people listening and, and being thoughtful is send those texts because we're then spreading the message to the people who aren't listening and aren't really like looking within stuff that like this is something that you can do and they're gonna feel that it feels better than being ghosted that it feels better than anxiously waiting for that text or not and they're gonna be like wow like this is this feels better than the alternative so maybe next time I'm in this situation on the other side I can send the same thing to someone and be kind to them so keep sending those texts you guys um but yeah I that was disappointing to see that the majority have not or only that the majority have not yeah um, all right. Zipping through. Um, have you ever assumed exclusivity? <sighs> um, this, <laughs> me being more shy, the answer is yes. Definitely assumed exclusivity when it shouldn't have been assumed. And it how has- did that go for you, Tina? Oh, Alana, it went to shit. It did not <laughs> go well whatsoever. Never assume. I have learned. I think if there's anything this past year has taught me, never assume, especially when it comes to dating. 
because next thing you know, you're going to be swiping or maybe you'll be out on the town. Be like, oh, oh, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Converse, having open communication is like key to not assuming. But yep. I feel the majority, I think the majority's on my side. I think they're going to say yes. The majority, of course, I already moved off of that page on here. The majority said 56% yes, have ex- assumed exclusivity. 44% no. I and wonder why that is. So then I followed up with, if yes, how was it? And I'm going to share some of the responses here. And I did not I did not pick out responses. I, I, I literally took screenshots of all of the responses. And I'm going to read them to you guys now, okay? So this is a, the response to, have you ever assumed exclusivity? And if so, how did it go? Backfired horribly. Never assume. Terrible. Never assume. I was a side piece and he had a long-term girlfriend I didn't know about. Not great, LMAO. They said, but I never asked you to. Fail. Stupid. Never assume. Always specify. Dumb, LOL. You know what they say about assumptions. (laughs) Most recently, he was still talking to other people. Bad. He was not exclusive. Enlightening. Hurtful. Damaging. Confusing. Bad. (laughs) Can never assume. People should use their words. Did not work out. Awful. They gave all the signs of it being that way, but then pulled away out of nowhere. Eye roll. (laughs) Disappointing. Never assume. Communicate. Awful. I got left in the dust. Horrible. Bad. It was surprising to know the other person was not exclusive. (laughs) Never assume. Blew up in my face. I assumed he was on a different page. Unpleasant once I realized I was a fool. Unclear. Don't ever assume anything. Never assume. That was my mistake. Terrible. Horrible. Bad. (laughs) So there you have it, folks. Do not assume exclusivity. Do not. There is never a situation where assuming that you are exclusive with somebody, if you have not talked about it, is okay and is going to result in you being happy and in the relationship or situation that you want because you cannot assume. It doesn't work that way. What I gathered from that is that we are all down bad except for that one person who said enlightening. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it was enlightening, but I didn't have a good time. What do you mean? It was enlightening, but not in the way I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they ended up, that situation probably ended up being okay. Whereas everyone else, it was absolutely well, not, never well, again. Well, no, she said, it, or he, she or he said that it was enlightening, hurtful, damaging. So it was enlightening because they realized what was going on. And then it was hurtful and damaging. Oh, okay. So that person's also still down bad with us. Great. I need it to be a group consensus. Every single one of these situations did not work out when somebody assumed exclusivity. I know I've said it before, but my, my science teacher, my chem teacher in high school, he said, never assume when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. I know he's not the only one to have said that, but it is so true you guys you cannot assume like you have to communicate and it, it, here's the thing is like if you feel yourself assuming you're like yeah like we must be exclusive like if you think that you were on the same page with somebody that you are not seeing other people then that should be a sign that you can actually communicate and ask them like if you're that far along you should be able to say the words you know it's like the whole thing of like if you can't talk about sex you shouldn't be having sex like if you can't talk about exclusivity you should not be like be assuming that you're exclusive you shouldn't 
And also assuming things is not good for your mental headspace because then you're just going to start doing a whole tumbleweed of ideas that are going to come in your head. Then you'll be like me and send a text that was completely unwarranted. And I had to apologize a couple days later because I was like, I'm sorry that I'm psychotic. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just tough. It's like, of course, we want to assume we want to know that someone's on the same page, but it's... (sighs) It's also not that hard to have that conversation. I know it feels scary. I know it feels scary. I've been there. I'm not going to say it's easy. But all you have to say is like, hey, I like this is how I'm feeling. What about you? Or like, I know like I've really enjoyed like what we've been doing. It's been like going really well and I'm really happy. Like I don't feel like I want to be seeing other people or like I don't want to be talking to anyone else. But I wanted to know where you're at. Like no pressure. Just wanted to let you know this is where I'm at. And let them know where you're at. And you know what? They might say, oh, like I was thinking the same thing. I actually already deleted my dating apps. Or they might say like, I'm really enjoying this too. I don't know that I'm there yet, but I'll keep you updated, you know? And it's it's those conversations that we're afraid to have that are the important conversations to have. So if you feel yourself being like, uh, I don't know, like I'm scared, like that's a sign that you probably need to have the conversation. Oh yeah. And also I would go off of that saying that if it doesn't go how you thought or when you find, realize that they weren't also exclusive, you can't necessarily be mad at that person because you never had the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that when it comes down to like having the communication to say, are we exclusive or are we not? Or like, are you seeing other people? Because then the other person's going to stand there, like if you are just assuming, thinking, what did I do? Why am I getting mm-hmm. yelled at? And getting all this anger put towards me when I didn't do anything. We didn't say anything yep. to each other. Exactly. And and that's going to reflect to them, like how you are in this situation. Like they want to feel heard the same way you want to feel heard and your feelings feel validated. And, and maybe they are intending on being exclusive with you. Maybe they just move a little slower. Maybe they've had a bad experience before where it takes them a little longer to warm up. They might not even be going on dates with other people. They might just not be ready for that, like, full on like, yes, this is a thing because exclusivity is like the step before being in a serious relationship. And, and maybe they just need more time. You never know. So again, you can't assume and wouldn't you want to know that? <laughs> and, and the way to know that what's the way to find out, Tina? Just ask them, please. <laughs> please, we beg. We beg. We are begging. Please. I've already, what's that saying that you said? It'll, your science teacher said it'll make an when, ass out of you and me. If you assume you make an ass out of you and me, it's like A-S-S-U-M-E, ass out of you and me. Mr. That is Warren the Man, best and saying. Gentlemen. That is the right? best thing I've ever heard. I'm. This is my first time hearing it. guys. Really? Just, yeah. First I have another time. one that'll knock your socks off from my health teacher, Mr. Levine. Normal is just a setting on a washing machine. that one I like I don't think it had the same effect because I really wasn't expecting that one but I do oh that might end up being my new Instagram bio not gonna lie whoa shout big shout out there to Mark Levine hope you're doing well (laughs) thank you Mark thank you Marky Mark (laughs) well all right Tina wow wow um how are you feeling right now Honestly, I'm telling you, this is therapeutic. I really feel 
like I'm one with the seeing other people community. I also vote on these polls all the time, unless I feel like it's too, it hits too close to home. Then I tap away. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, huh, I don't want to know the answers to this one right now, yep. but it was good. I'm surprised by some of the answers, but overall good time. Yeah. For the record, we didn't even get like halfway through my list. We, we like, but that's okay. Cause we talked about the shit that I think a lot of people need to hear. Um, yeah, we need to keep doing this. I love <laughs> this. This is like the best hour of the month. I feel like two months in a row. <laughs> We're just like, ah, yep. Let's talk this out. Let's go yep. based off of our experiences. What works? What doesn't? Yep. Yeah, I dig it. Seeing other people and in your 20s are becoming one. We're, we're seeing other people in your 20s, you guys. We're in your 20s. You're seeing other people. Well, that truly, really is it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's a Do thing. 20 it's some a, things it's trying to figure saying. out. Figure it's it a out. new saying. We have to tell a teacher to make it official, apparently. Okay, I'll call one of my like middle school teachers that Beautiful. I still follow on Instagram. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Amazing. Tina, where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find in your 20s? Where can everyone find out more info about your situationships and assumptions? <laughs> Y'all, you are going to be in for a time. Let me tell you that. <laughs> If you want to follow me personally, my name is Tina with an H. So either you can type that into wherever you want, or you can find me by just typing um, Tina, T-I-N-A-H dot O-G-A-L-O. And that's me basically everywhere. And then in your 20s, that's my podcast where I sit down and chat with people who are in their 20s, who are out of their 20s, just about life experiences and what they don't teach you in school, like how Which to is start, like every life lesson. Yeah, like how to start a 401k, things like that. Just random stuff that no one wanted to tell us. Um, but you can find that everywhere by searching in your 20s. That's 20s with a Y-S, not an I-E-S, because I-E-S was taken. But yeah, that's me. And thanks so much for having me, Alana. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. I thank you for having me. <laughs> That was thank such for, an ugly laugh, but like that was Thank you for letting me have you. <laughs> you guys. Oh my god. Thanks to everyone for tuning. You guys can if, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see like what's going down here. But um if you're listening, I'm sure you can also feel the the vibes right now. The chaos. Um, <laughs> the literal chaotic energy. Thank you to everyone for who tuned in. Again, make sure to check out in your twenties, specifically our episode, because you know, a little biased, but it was fucking awesome it was so good and um if you liked what you heard here definitely live a five-star rating and review check out that little support the podcast link in the bottom remember we we put a lot of work into this we don't really get a paycheck from it but hopefully it helps you if there's any any giving back you could do is greatly appreciated check out the patreon doing profile revamps bonus episodes over there and of course make sure you're following at seeing other people and at alana dunn everywhere and do not assume anything ever ever that's that's really all we have to say don't assume um but assume that there will be another episode coming this time next week because that is something that we have communicated before so because we've communicated you know it's happening you're allowed to assume that because it is confirmed i'm gonna shut up now talk to you guys soon <laughs>